0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Parents vs. Gaming. This is episode (laughs) 7. Jordan can't help herself, can she? Once again, like I said, this is episode 7. It is April 22nd, 2021. Uh, We are Thursday night, episode 7. And uh, we're happy to be back with everyone again as Jay turns up his headset volume. Thanks for clicking away, sir. Yeah, sorry, sorry,
1: sorry. Because so, I uh, talked to you guys for 15 minutes before this, and I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so let me go around the room, introduce everybody real quick. So we're all the way on the end from the U.S. bobsled team at one time, and now a coach on an indoor football team, I believe. The horsemen, the Idaho horsemen. Yes, so sir, uh, sir. let's welcome Mr. U.S. barber himself, Jay Noller. Jay, how are you doing?
1: Good. How are you guys doing tonight?
0: Doing pretty good. Pretty good. And right here in the middle, the always beautiful and now short hair, Miss Jordan, Alexis Jordan, 98. Jordan, how are you?
2: I'm good. You know, new hairstyle and stuff. You guys shouldn't have missed it.
0: <laughs> it was a pretty enter- entertaining week for sure. So, uh, Jay, let's go back over to you. Let's just talk about your week a little bit. How did it go? Kind of let everyone know what's going on, what you did. Home it life. was
1: fantastic, and I did tune in, even though I was working the whole time. I did turn into her subathon, and talked a lot of trash to a lot of people, and got them going. And um, <laughs> she did a great job. And uh, Jordan, how many inches did it end up being? Did you did you finally measure how much came off? It was fourteen.
2: Like I wish you guys could feel it. It my hair was so heavy. Like I'm not kidding. Like, like wow. the actual weight of the hair was so heavy. <laughs> I should have weighed it.
0: So outside of that, Jay, anything? Any Jordan can't like go over here. Anything else going on? I know. <laughs> I know football season's about to kick off for you, right? You are now coaching a professional football team.
1: Yep. We, uh, our season kicks off uh, May 8th. I don't know if there's any streaming, so maybe uh, you'll have to teach me how to do your voodoo magic on Twitch, and maybe we can uh, stream it for everyone. But yeah. um yeah no really excited we got a couple weeks left and uh, we've got some final cuts to make so it's been interesting coaching a uh, a professional team so a lot of fun though
0: that's awesome and jordan we'll kick it over to you what about uh how's your week been anything exciting
2: it's been amazing my streamathon. i pied myself in the face that was a lot of fun that's when i tuned and in the... yeah that's when oh god that's embarrassing. amazing oh my god <laughs> Um, then the next day I cried on stream while cutting my hair, so that was fantastic. And then yesterday we played Man of Medan with our very own I Am the Gaming Dad. So, <laughs> yeah. it was so much fun.
0: We are doing, uh, we are doing that, uh, play along together. we got, I think about probably at least a third or almost halfway through the game, I think. And, uh, had some, yeah, had some scary moments. So, and I know we're going to follow that up with, uh, Little Hope, I think is the yes. second one. So hopefully those will be a lot of fun and people want to tune in and and watch us jump and be scared or force Jordan to do jumping jacks so she can't make any decisions. (laughs) So I
2: kill everyone. That's just what happens,
0: yeah. Which was pretty funny, which was pretty funny. Uh, As far as my week, um, once again, guys, I'm James Ayers. I am the Gaming Dad. Uh, You can find all of our streams through my channel. You can also find on the YouTube channel James Ayers the Third Uh, So hopefully you guys will subscribe also on all the podcast platforms you can find Parents vs. Gaming. We would love to have you guys subscribe there, shoot us a like, and and, uh, keep this thing going. We definitely want to keep this going for a long time, so we hope to have your support, which so far it seems like we do. We're super excited about that. My week was pretty crazy. Uh, A lot of you know my mom was here before, so I was kind of recovering from that. Uh, I'm actually getting ready to go to St. Lucia next week, pending that the volcano stops erupting. Uh, We'll see what happens there. And my son, Parker, is 11 months today, so that's super exciting. Uh, He actually yesterday got uh, on a flight for the first time. So uh, pretty excited about that. Got a couple of, you know, pictures, make sure he's okay. And and, uh, the mom was very smart. She made sure to schedule the flight during nap time and it pretty much right. works like it's that. Her. So you got to you got to awesome. give you got to give her major props. She's very good on the planning and knows how to to take advantage of things. So um, he was a little bit sick last week, but back to eating. She actually we we actually completely skipped uh, baby food, like the mushy food. It's like straight from nursing to solid food. So able to skip an entire step which uh is a, is a you know Jordan? I I know you don't have any kids, but <laughs> that's a jail, jail will probably tell you that's a pretty big deal. A lot of a lot of kids aren't able to do that. So, yep. So he's uh he, he's growing pretty quick. It's amazing how quickly it goes, which I'm sure Jay you know how that is. But let's uh let's kind of jump into our topic of the week, and it was actually suggested by one of our followers, which is pretty amazing. Uh, his name is Vibin, Vibin Jason. And he kind of suggested this the other night. We we chatted about it throughout the day. And we might deviate a little bit what he thought we were going to go into, but it, it gave us lots of ideas. So we want to talk about big name streamers and some other influencers as well and their impact on our society and culture and things like that. And just when you hear something about that, I know, Jay, you're in the professional world. Did the bobsled. You're very connected on a, on a different side of things, you know, not media connected. But you're connected with a lot of professional athletes, and you hear this time and time again how they affect our society, they f- affect our culture. Uh, fans expect them, and even non-fans are saying, "Well, you you're in the spotlight all the time. You have all these people with eyes on you. People act like they have this responsibility to the world." So Jay, I want to kick it to you because you you see that side of it. What do you th- what do you think when you talk about? I know this this whole jumping into the streaming side and learning what Twitch is and kind of seeing these. You know, you were big in the Call of Duty thing in the last couple of days with these events that they had. And you heard me and Crash constantly talking about what Nick Merckx and Tim the Tapman are doing. And, you know, they had 400,000, 500,000 people watching them individually. So what does that mean to you as far as, you know, what do you think as far as their impact on the culture?
1: Well, it's exciting to see the their amount of success. Like, I'm never going to be the guy that's like, oh, they the jealousy and, you know, getting upset with them and stuff, um, you know, but it's really like a bigger, uh, you know, kind of moral dilemma for me is, you know, I think, uh, you know, sticking with the sports world is uh, Charles Barkley coming out going, uh, you know, years ago, maybe before Jordan was born, um, but he came out and said, uh, you know, I'm not a role model. He's like, I'm a basketball player. And for better or for worse, you know, people that are in the spotlight, people that have these, um, these followers, it's, it's really an interesting dynamic. Um, you know, I own my own digital marketing company and I work with influencers and I talk to influencers all the time and it's, it's really interesting. It's kind of a new, um, a new profession. Being a streamer is a relatively new profession when you talk about um, influencers or streamers and everything else and you know kind of what's expected of them, what the standards are there aren't any. Um, it's really kind of the wild wild West which for the right people, right personality, right presentation is a phenomenal opportunity. But inside of there you have to understand you can kill your entire career with uh, one comment. you can you can get crushed. So, um, you know, it's kind of like the old school. I I was speaking with uh, somebody who was asking me for some streaming advice. And I said, just keep in mind the Roman Coliseum. If they're behind you, you will be celebrated. You will get, you know, money thrown at you. You will eat grapes. Um, But as soon as the crowd turns, your head's chopped off and you're just drugged out of the stadium. So it's really interesting. It really is interesting. You know, um, athletes have the ability to have a team around them. You know, I remember when I was on the U.S. bobsled team, the U.S. O.P.C. now um, would come in and, you know, talk about how, um, you know, like right now, like I'm representing the Idaho horsemen. Um, You know, I am very, even as I'm speaking right now, very cognizant of exactly what's coming out of my mouth. I'm going to try to keep it as real uh, as possible. But, you know, right now I'm representing a professional team um, there's certain agreements that they have in place and there's serp- certain certain re- uh representation and there's certain expectations that I have. And I apologize. This is something that I can ramble on about for the you mm-hmm. know hours and hours and hours about the expectations and what's going on and how your branding. Um, do you want to be the heel? You can be a heel, but just understand what comes with it. Uh, do you want to be the nice guy? Do you want to have this? Do you want to have that? Do you want to get sponsored? Do you not want to get sponsored? Do you not care? Um, you know, there's so much that goes into it outside of, outside of just streaming. Like anybody can set it up. It's a free account. Just do it. Um, but how many hours and hours of streaming is there out there? You know, are you producing good content? Um, is your content, you know, targeted? Um, obviously we, we have, we found our niche that, uh, you know, for, for this particular broadcast, you know, but you know, kind of finding that. And you guys send me a lot of great streamers all the time that I don't know about because I'm not necessarily in that world. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we found uh, Jordan, who is doing great content, who might not be the million person follower, of the five hundred thousand, but you know, she produces great content and has a great message and a great uh, personality and everything that goes with it. Um, but it, man, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> And Jordan, what,
0: what do you think? I, I know we talked a little bit about it back and back and forth throughout the week. What are your thoughts on what they, you know, how they can affect society and culture?
2: Well, for one, Jay, I need to commission you. <laughs> We're going to need to talk more about about all this. I really need to pick your brain. I I like everything that was coming out. Um, so I think that obviously, like your personal life like maybe you're dating life, things like that is completely separate unless you're doing things that are illegal. But all of that should be like family and stuff should be separate. But the unfortunate reality of anyone who is an influencer or is um, streaming or even on YouTube, you post so much of your life. And that's kind of like, like Jay was saying, I mean, you are your company, you are your brand, like there is no you know blame the ceo you know you are the ceo so it becomes a point where unfortunately the trade off is that you have to treat every moment of you know this is me talking to my coworkers this is me talking to my employees you know not saying that we can't be friendly or anything like that but you have to keep that professionalism you you have to remind yourself that <clears throat> Unfortunately, this is the trade off that you have every single moment of the day, because you pretty much post, I mean, let's face it, the most popular streamers are streaming eight to 12 hours each and every day. That's like their entire life. So if you're a part of someone's entire life, you need to make sure that all of that is, is doing good in the world. And it's just, it's unfortunate. You can say, you know, I think basketball players are different and like actors and stuff are different because they're portraying a role or they're employed to do something right. But like as streamers and as people putting themselves on, on the Internet and stuff, I'm sorry, but you need to be on that role 24-7. It is your responsibility to be a role model. It might be in an unpopular opinion, but that, that's how I feel about it.
0: And, and I don't know if I 100% agree with you, Jordan, as far as that they need to be a role model. But I will say you did kind of dance around it a little bit. Jay, we talked about the athletes and you mentioned Charles Barkley said, I'm just a basketball player. And Jordan just said they are hired to play a role. They are hired to do something else. If you're going to be a streamer or an influencer, guess what? You're typically not hired. Yes, you're going to get sponsors and ads and stuff like that, but you're not hired by someone else. Your entire audience is who pays you. So unlike an athlete, yes, an athlete can get publicly shamed and can make it hard on a franchise maybe wanting to sign them, but if they're very, very good, I mean... Either you love Tom Brady or the other 95% of the world hates him, but he's very good, so he's going to keep being employed as long as he can keep producing Super Bowls, right? But if 95% of the streaming world hates you as a streamer, you're not going to be able to do this 8 to 12 hours a day because you don't have anyone watching you or anyone supporting you or subscribing or giving you donations or however they have it set up, which means you're going to end up losing that ad revenue or any sponsors that you have, right? So I do agree with you, Jordan, on the fact that in a sense, they're kind of a role model in a way that they have to please their audience. Now, we can argue all day on whether or not the audience they want to go after is the same audience you and I would like. It all comes down to opinion. And and for the most part, you kind of have freedom of how you want your content to go. Obviously, Twitch and even YouTube and Facebook, they all have their terms of service. And We all know over the last year with uh, something like Dr. Disrespect, the terms of service on on some platforms might be very vague, Uh, but it is what it is, right? And I think that it's important that they understand, you know, I was just glancing over at the chat and Crash made a good point. Streamers are this generation's radio show host and late night host. And I would say that's as far as as being a host, I, I would almost agree, right? Because... I drive in the car and even if I can't watch, you know, I watch a lot of Nick Merckx and Tim the Tapman. I will put the audio on just to listen to them banter back and forth while I'm driving somewhere for work or I'll listen to a podcast. It's actually pretty rare that I have the regular radio on anymore. And the same podcast people that I listen to are usually involved in entertainment and gaming which means outside of working for their main company, they pretty much make a living being a streamer or an influencer somehow. That's how they they stay relevant. So I do think they have responsibility, but I do think that they can affect, you know, one of the things I talked about with our follower, Vibe and Jason, is that we we talked about the, the impact they have on the culture and society. And the first thing, especially in the U.S. that, that pops up, is you could jump right into politics. You know, like yesterday I said, I would say what, between Tim and Nick alone, they have close to a million a million followers, a million people watching live. A million people. Like, their are TV shows that, we, and we're not talking for a 20-minute episode. We're talking for eight hours they held this. And there are TV shows and networks that wish they could hold that viewership for that long of time. They're even, you know, I'm a huge hockey fan, but obviously their viewership's not like the NFL. They're, you know, it's it's insane. So their beliefs, some of these people follow them so loyally, they could, you know, persuade someone to believe something just because they do. And I think that it is a dangerous responsibility that falls upon them. Jay, what do you think? uh, Any thoughts
1: on that? Well, it's, and I think... You know me, I'm always the guy that's always like, and hey, if you look at a society, it's a mirror, um, you know, but it, it really is. It's, you know, the decentralization of entertainment, the decentralization of information. You know, most people don't get their news anymore, really, from major news outlets that are bound by journalism standards. They get it from whatever random website, uh, you know, their mom or dad posted about Facebook. And I mean, you know, he leads back into social media. But I really, man, it's, it, it really is tough because there's no real set guidelines because it is a young, uh, platform. You know, I, 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 kind of agree with the, with the old school DJ, you know, radio show host. but even they had standards and they had a program director that would say, okay, look. Um, you swear one more time, we're going to lose our sponsors. Um, and it's kind of a hybrid between um, the radio DJs. And then what Jordan was talking about is your, your brand. And, you know, a lot of guys get in trouble with, uh, with kind of that gray area where they kind of lose track on it. And then you've get these young guys uh, and, and gals that come on and they don't have any experience running their own brand. They don't have a team because the athlete has the advantage when they get to that level, there's a team that automatically surrounds you. You've got your PR person, you've got your marketing people, you've got your interns, you've got your coaches, you've got all of these people. Um, And then for a streamer, I mean, you know, Jordan, how many, how many people do you have handling your stuff? Like, and I, and, and and I use that as an example because I know the answer and I know it's uh, nothing. Like you don't have that. And all you can do is look around at the other streamers and go, ooh, really inappropriate. And all of a sudden, it uh, disappears. And you've already lost your fan base. You've already done it. And you either attempt to rebrand or you just walk away from it. And and it's a bit of a challenge. And as I'm telling you this, I'm thinking, man, maybe we should open up a department for uh, streamers and influencers on branding at my company because there's such a need for it of being able to set forth that kind of that kind of pathway, like, look, you need to set your goals. You need to come up with your with your style. You need to come up with your voice. You need to come up with all these other things, so you don't do something um, that's off brand and off putting. Because you're you really are controlling a crowd.
0: Sign me up. No, no, I will say, <laughs> Jason, I will say, and I'm sure I'm sure Crash will probably jump in on this. I, I'm waiting for him to type something up in the chat as as you talk about that. There are some of the some of the big streamers. They do have teams behind them. Uh, a lot of them have, you know, people editing their videos or people managing them and some of the popular ones, chicken and egg uh, though. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. But it's chicken and egg. Yeah. Like a lot of them don't start like, right.
0: But you can't come in. It's like we, you know, a lot of us just got started. Right. So what, three months ago I decided, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot. At the time we didn't even know Jordan, you and I had been wanting to do a podcast for almost a year now. Not really sure kind of what we're, where we're going with it. And within a month and a half, thanks to uh, an amazing community and some great friends supporting me and pushing me, I was able to get a, you know, Twitch affiliate pretty quickly. And now we're just trying to grow this and grow and grow and grow. And I'm lucky enough that I'm great friends with you, have a little bit of background. I got another person working on branding and marketing. and, And I'm lucky enough that I have quite a few friends that know little bits and pieces of the industry all around and as people want to build up their own side of it, they're lending a hand to me and pushing this. And even this parents versus gaming is going to get completely rebranded with great new images and graphics, hopefully very soon. And my, I am the gaming dad going through the same thing. So a lot of them don't have that. And even some of them turn out to be, you know, their wife is their manager or something like that. You know, like Ninja, uh, I'm pretty sure his, his wife still is, is main manager. And, And speaking of him in particular, he as far as the non-gaming world, I would say he might be the first as far as a gaming streamer to break through on where your average Joe would be like, oh, I've heard of Ninja. Right. Where the person that doesn't like sports is going to be like, oh, I know who the Yankees are. Like they know who. they might not know everything about him, but they did such a great job once he blew up about marketing him. Right. And he was young and has a fun face and acts crazy and just seems excited. And he even went on the the singing show where they dress up as like the monsters or whatever, the the mass singer. So they were very smart and and how they marketed him once he got to that fame level. But how you get there and what you do along the way to get there, I definitely think sets a tone. Um, Jordan, before I jump over to you, I just want to read a couple things in chat. I know you may have read it read over there. Uh, Crash makes a good point. He says too often these personalities are treated like they are knowledgeable just because of their fame, and that is a major problem. I, I I completely agree. Uh, Carla's coming out from a little bit different way, and I I love I love her opinions as well. She's extremely sh- uh, strong, opinionated in mind, and I love having her on here. And she says I don't think these people need to be role models. They do what they do for their own reasons, and if they were to change themselves to suit a certain mold or persona just to be a certain kind of role model, then I think they aren't really being true to themselves. People are either going to be good role models or they aren't. Adopting a popular title shouldn't mean you need to fit a certain image just because you're in the spotlight. The only thing I would say back to that... I'll jump in real quick. The only thing I would say back to that is if when you do that, that's fine, but if you're going to take on certain sponsorships or you're going to try to push certain agendas i think you're putting yourself into that old mold i don't necessarily think they need to change if being themselves is what got them to a certain popularity i think what we were talking a little bit earlier is that once you get to that popularity you've got to be very careful on every single thing every single thing that you say because it can be it, it, you can get taken out of context you now have a bigger spotlight on you than you ever have So even if you didn't want it, you know, that's kind of what we're talking about. It's not necessarily that some of these guys or girls even want to feel like they're responsible or want to have an impact on culture or society. But for better or for worse, they do, I think.
2: Well, personally, I think that one, um, I understand that, like, people treat them as uh, as if they're knowledgeable. But that goes back to, like, taking accountability. If you don't know something about the subject, shut up. I'm sorry, but stop talking. There's no reason for you to be speaking out and misinforming people. No reason. I think I lost sound, by the way. I don't know if I hear you. No, we still hear you. Oh, my bad. Okay. (laughs) Um, That's that's my perception. And the hardest thing about it is that people who I think don't take responsibility on the internet or um, don't want to be role models, they are then um, promoting themselves to children. Like me, I have my stream. on mature. I curse, even though I think, personally, I'm very proud of the person that I am. I'm proud of the morals that I have. My mom, my dad, everyone that I know is very proud of me as as, of the woman that I've become. But I'm not going to let kids into my stream. One, because I don't want adults interacting with kids. And two, like I said, I curse. I I talk about things that are a little bit, you know, um, inappropriate, I think, for children. It is up to you as a parent if, you know, you're okay with them listening to that. But that's the problem is that I feel like when we're talking about influence, people just think, oh, well, you know, I started this for fun and it became a career like I don't have to I don't have to worry about it. But if you are allowing children to watch your stuff, then how do you not take that as a responsibility? That's my question. How, how do you still say, oh, they don't need to be a role model just because parents can control what their kids watch doesn't mean that you as a person shouldn't feel like, man, what it, if I'm promoting drugs and alcohol that might seem to a kid that, that, you know, I need to promote it. Like, no, just morally you would, you would want to change that. But unfortunately a lot of people don't feel that way, I guess.
0: (laughs) And Jay, what about you?
1: Yeah. And kind of, you know, going back to what Carla was talking about is when I, when I'm saying, you know, when, when I talk about uh, things, when I'm setting it up, and I'm going to come at this because kind of a little bit of a different angle, but I think it kind of applies here. When I sit down with a company and we start talking about their digital marketing which in this particular case would be your, your your brand. Like so um if i was to say um we'll just do this right off the cuff. I promise we didn't plan this at all. So i come to Jordan and i go, "Jordan, let's talk about your stream. Who are you? Let's get let's get to know you. Who are you? What you, what where where's your moral compass? What do you feel comfortable with? What do you feel like promoting? What do you kind of where 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 are you kind of She gives me that answer. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to know. We're just using a hypothetical here. Um, but she goes, I want to be wholesome with a little bit of an edge. I want to be able to speak my mind. I'm a strong independent woman. Um, I want to be able to, um, do what I want to do. Um, but I still want to have a good moral fiber. And I go, perfect. That's your voice. That's your brand. Now let's find interesting stuff inside of this. And then when you start looking at sponsors, you start looking at this. Um, Magnum brand condoms. I don't know if that's going to fit. You know, but maybe, you know, but maybe we switch over to something else that's a little more in line with kind of that that silo and that's how you start building your brand. is You start finding like-minded um, you know, different companies to work with, other streamers to work with, um, and just kind of start to to build your brand. Now, if you can now if Jordan comes to me and she goes, "I want to Sexuality. That's what I'm talking about. That's my stream. That's my channel. I want to talk about everything that's that I want to show my femininity. I want to be a strong, independent woman who's not afraid of her sexuality. Everything like that. Boom. Maybe Megan Brand comms does fit. (laughs) Um, But that's but that's your lane now. That's kind of your channel. Um, I think probably the best branding people on the planet are in WWE. It's a male soap opera. They're athletes, (laughs) but man. You've got your heels, you've got your turns, you've got your characters, you've got your storyline, um, you know, and and then when those athletes go out into the, quote, real world outside of that, that kind of fantasy world, um, you know, they they're 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 kind of bound to it because they are their personality and they go, oh, my God, the Undertaker, he was so nice. He's such an ass on TV. Um, and that's where that kind of that disconnect. But I think a lot of people get into trouble Is when they try to hold themselves to a voice and a brand that doesn't match necessarily them. Yes. So if James was to come out and he's wearing like a white t-shirt like down here. He's got some chest hair coming up, gold (laughs) chain, slick back hair. I can write that. and And he's going... Subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> he's going to struggle <laughs> because <laughs> he's going to struggle because that's not him as a person. And that's a character he plays. And I think a lot of people that are watching streams don't understand that that could be him or it could not be. He could just be playing yeah. a streamer on TV. And that's why some some of these people that you see this at a lot of cons. Oh, my God. I love the doctor. Oh my God, he's a, oh, he just ignored me. He's a dick. Like you, you, people sometimes can't separate that. And that's when that kind of what Jordan's talking about is that kind of that morality. Like, do you have a responsibility to be moral? I don't know what the answer is. I'm just the marketing guy. I'll make you a lot of money. Um, but you have to answer that. And everyone has to answer that for themselves is, you know, are you a character? Is this your brand? Is this you? Are you putting yourself out there like and, you, and and every person has a different answer to that? Sorry, this is in my wheelhouse, man. I love talking about stuff <laughs> like this because it's all. No, it. you're good. I are like I'm, I'm learning so
0: much. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening away. <laughs> but kind of go back to our to our original topic. How much of an impact do you think just streamers? We're just talking about big name streamers. Jay, like I said, as you start to dip your toe into learning who some of these people are that you've heard us talk off and on about see how big their audience, how big of an impact do you think that they really have on society and culture?
1: Oh, tons. And the reason why is because right now the United States is in a massive, massive celebrity worship culture. Um, and that's kind of where our society is. And I promise you right now, if, if you know, if you have a Twitch streamer who has a lot of followers, there are people like me who will make them a lot of money because they do have that influence over the top. And and James, you even mentioned that at the top of the show, they have people that watch them for like eight hours. Myself personally, I think that person's an idiot, but from a business standpoint, I can cram whatever merchandise and sponsorship stuff I want to down their throat and they will happily take it.
0: But I know you say like, you wouldn't do that. But what's the difference if someone's sitting around watching TV or listening to the radio all day long than just having that on while, you know, a lot of people working from home. And that's where they get a lot of viewers.
1: Oh, you have to remember, I pay premium subscriptions and I have uBlock block on my computer like I like and because I think it's I'm in that realm eight to 12 hours a day. I so like am so anti over the top, like no advertisements. Like I would rather just pay for the premium. So I don't ever see an ad um, because I'm into it. Um, you know, and, and everyone has to remember, and this is just general information. If you're not paying for something, you are the product. So remember, as you're like watching all of these uh, Twitch streamers and everything like that, like, Oh my God, he's so great. Oh my God. It, why can I see the logo of that chair in every single shot? It's because the switch stream is free. You're watching your entertainment for free. And that chair is advertising to you because yeah. you're the product.
0: Um, Jordan, I know, I know, I, know I watched you. I know I watched you glance over at the chat there and you see a little, little talk about some of the among us and, and uh, people playing with AOC. Uh, you want yes. to comment on that and how that uh, can affect things?
2: I mean, just, I'm sorry. I'm not always great at articulating my words, but we there's just such a large reach. I mean, you're on the internet for possibly millions of people to see you. I mean, that reach is crazy. The fact that now, um, you know, people streaming or YouTubing, which used to not be taken seriously at all are even more famous or popular or influential than most celebrities that I know. So it's just such a wide region, playing with, you know, anyone, really. I mean, I, I could see them playing with the president someday. You know, like, there's just no, no way to cap it because you're on the internet. Like, unless they take the internet down, you can reach so many people, they don't even need to be in your area. That's just why I say, like, influencers are, it's serious. Like Jay says, um, I usually don't do this. Like I will not spend my money on anything that I do not want to. It's just not my thing. I know too much about obviously like branding to people and trying to get them to pay for stuff. But there's a one YouTuber that I watch. Her name's Stephanie Sue. I love everything about her. Everything, whatever she eats, whatever she buys. I'm like, she likes it. I I have to like it. Like I have to like it. Like I have to fight myself on it because I like- I have this like connection, which is fake because she's a person on the internet. But think about people younger than me or people who just watch someone like all the time, whatever they post, they're going to feel that connection and think that that person's never going to lie to them or, and the unfortunate truth is, especially when it comes to sponsorships and stuff, you don't really know if they care about that product or if they think it's a good product. They're just selling it to you. They're going to say, oh, I've been using this for years and I love it. And they just got it in the mail. So it's, it's not even just like social issues or political issues. It's also like, what are you bringing into your home? What are you buying? What do you, it, it's everywhere. It's everything at every well, part I, of life.
1: No, I think. And I, and I think a lot of that actually stems with that kind of, and here's the thing, that kind of marketing has been going on ever since the advent of marketing. Yeah. Um, I just don't think that people have realized it um, until now. Because now, like I said, it's it's so decentralized across like the board now of um, everybody knows about somebody who's got a sponsor. Now, myself personally, when I was still on the team, I only because of my moral code, I only align myself with brands that I used before sponsorship. So when I was on the team, I uh, we were uh, you know, there's an opportunity with Under Armour. I already had hundreds if not thousands of dollars worth of Under Armour workout gear because that was my brand of choice um and it's the same thing with like Solomon's shoes they had Gore-Tex they were a bulletproof shoe that's what I took on tour with me um KBC helmets um and you can tell that I'm slipping right back in and I can remember exactly what I was supposed to say after every single race about you know I was really great you know the KBC helmet really didn't have any uh you know blah 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 you sound like, like a NASCAR like right driver Oh, oh my god! Like and, the Coca-Cola and the
0: Ford thing. did great today with the ethanol <laughs> fuel and those Goodyear tires, got me Can around all four turns, five hundred miles. Can I just? Sh-
1: <laughs> Can I just share with you my favorite scene in that whole part of that movie? Is like when he's doing the interview for like the first time, and it's like, what do I, what do I do with my hands? He's like, just put them by your side. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't know. And then he's like talking to the microphone. Uh, it ran really well. <laughs> I mean, he had no idea how to do an interview, and. Um, they actually used that uh, scene with us after that movie came out about like a bad example of how to do an interview, um, you know, and then you show like with like the F1, the Formula One guys and how smooth everything is because of their um, because of their people. But, you know, I think sponsorship can absolutely be a great thing. I think sponsorship is a great partnership, but it's but it's the intent, like kind of like Jordan said, like you don't know. What I will tell you right now is I will only be sponsored by things that I already use or that is, is a part of my life that I've included. Yeah. I would never.
0: Because then you don't feel like you're not doing that search. used car salesman. Now, I want to this, this <laughs> bring this back around. I want to bring this back around as far as I, I know we keep talking about the responsibility. And I would say as far as sponsorships and everything, we talked about the influence of that the, the the Twitch streamer can have or the YouTube streamer, whatever platform they're on, and when they have that influence, I think it is it is important. They do need to take they need to take that responsibility enough to know what that product they're going to be aligned with right. represents. Not just they use it every day, but the last thing you know if if you are someone that randomly happens to catch this this podcast and you're up and coming twitch streamer you're about to kind of on the verge of going big the last thing you want to do is align yourself with a product that half, they have some sort of behind the scenes bad image of because now you're you're representing that and then once you get crash you just <laughs> for- he got me. He finally got me. I'll look over at chat and it says, James is about to be sponsored by AARP. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: no. Oh, for those who are just listening to the podcast forum, if you ever want to follow along and listen to the banter, and, and we do this live on twitch.tv slash Iamthegamingdad, uh, you can join in with the chat with people like Crash. He's one of my good friends, but uh, sometimes he's got some, some zingers, as we like to say. Uh, but I completely lost my thought. What I was trying to get to is that they, not only does the, I think the sponsorship need to, to take responsibility of who the, the streamer that they're aligning themselves with, but the streamer needs to take that responsibility because they don't want to kill themselves before it even starts just because they align themselves right. with, with a product that's, you know, quote unquote evil or, or whatever you want to say behind the scenes. You know, I don't want to be on here promoting some sort of like hygiene product and then come to find out they kill millions of animals every year with animal testing. Like that's a whole, you know, now all of a sudden as a, as a streamer, I'm dealing with a whole bag of worms. I had no intention to one get involved in or to, you know, kick the hornet's nest open. That's for sure. Right. And that goes back to,
2: yeah. And that goes back to what crash was saying is that unfortunately these people, you know, not even just social issues, but with whatever product they are or whatever it is that they're presenting, Yes, it's unfortunate that they get treated like they need to know. But like I said, don't talk about it. Don't. You need to do research. You are on here putting yourself in front of millions of people, hundreds of people, whatever it is. If you are promoting something, if you have something on your stream that is going to have influence, if you do not want the pushback, you need to be an adult and you need to take responsibility. You need to do the research and you need to be genuine. And I know that for some people, it is a role that they put on. I completely understand that. But then your role needs to be responsible. (laughs) That needs to be one of the traits. It just does, in my
1: opinion, at least. Well, yeah, and you only want to align yourselves with uh, longstanding, uh, reputable companies, uh, companies that, you know, can really provide a great service for the uh, for the for the audience, you know, and really tag into the alignment with the show and stuff, which is why you know, we only work with AARP when it comes to the, all these different things, when it comes to, you know, being able to get uh, discounted med- medications and, you know, and then wash it down with a great Metamucil to make sure that, uh, you know, everything's working great for the for the for the host to make sure that we have a great show every time. So really aligning ourselves with AARP and Metamucil. And, uh, you know, any sort of generic prescription uh, plan and everything. Right, James?
0: I do hope everyone knows it listens to the audio version <laughs> of this, that U.S. Yes. Bobber is older than me. So I don't know why he's decided to team up and, and really kick me while I'm down. Uh, before we leave this topic, I, I do want to open it up. Once again, you can email us at parentsfirstgaming at gmail.com. We would love to hear some of your guys' thoughts. I know some of you jump into our chat jump into Jordan's cha- uh, streams throughout the week and my streams throughout the week and you guys chat with us on there but please if you have any more thoughts on this honestly re- send us emails if you have other topics that you're interested send us emails parentsfirstgaming at gmail.com and we would love to involve your guys's experience and what you want to do I-, I think that's super important to involve you guys you are basically what keeps us going where well, you are what keeps us going and we want to be able to support you and in- and in- give feedback on things that you guys are interested in as well. Now, before we leave it, I just want to take a couple of minutes because I know a lot of things we do, we relate to spec to parents and how they monitor their kids and stuff. Now with these, some of these streamers having, and I know Jordan, you, you say constantly you like to keep, you know, you don't want kids to be in your stream, but one thing I want to point out, and you have to agree to this. Do I- you, you have no idea no. if a kid jumps into your stream, do you? Yeah.
2: No, I don't. They could, be lying or on their parents or on their cousins. Or I mean, what, all you have to there, do yeah? is
0: it says that it's adult, but there is no like I have no age restriction check on mine. I just have to click the button that says I agree. You know, that way yeah. Twitch isn't responsible for anything that that someone's younger. So with some of these bigger streamers having the influence and we talked about a couple weeks ago where, you know, Apex came out and that entire marketing for that game was done through streamers you know they didn't hype the game Amazing. up before it was an, it, and it was and it was incredible but as i think companies like jay said these companies are ready to sink their teeth into some and, and some of the top ones they're very smart they they've gotten a lot of business advice but as new people start to come up and start to get popular and you know these companies see that unfortunately a lot of times people running these companies and we see this all the time in games why is the game release broken why is it this or that a lot of people that make the decisions only see the dollar signs. They don't see if someone's going to care about the game. I mean, right. Cyberpunk was the most anticipated game that I can remember in a long time. And what a nightmare that has turned out to be. And you just every day there's another story from Jason Schreier or somebody else about how the it really did come down from you know the top people that have nothing to do with the has nothing to do with the people that actually developed the game it was they were like we need you to put this out there because we need money we don't care that it's broken and they just but they but again they've seen it time and time again that we buy broken games all the time this one i think just at least for the most part kind of broke the camel's back so with that being said the the parents that their kids are being influenced because uh, you know it's, it's whether it's product placement that they're doing there, they're influencing the culture the society. What are something that parents really need to look out for and, and how would you recommend to them real quick? Like I said, before we take off for the night, uh, Jordan, we'll go over to you first.
2: Oh, um, I'm kind of the least qualified.
0: That's okay, but, um, but not, just because you don't have kids, you are also younger, and you're seeing some of these people, so you look at it as the... I know you're very much like, younger kids shouldn't do this, younger kids shouldn't watch this, but at the end of the day, they are going to watch it, and there are some parents that... that so, how can they, you know, just kind of be mindful of it?
2: I mean, unfortunately, you just have to do your own research. I mean, as for, like, me and my fiancé, we... Typically will not buy games on release. Unfortunately, we did with uh, Cyberpunk and that was, you know, kind of a mistake. Um, but for the most part, we have that rule for for ourselves. I understand for Christmas, for birthdays, just as like a random surprise, you might want to do that because your kid's been wanting it forever. Um, but I don't know. I that's why I feel like a little underqualified talking about it. I know I have strong opinions on a lot. But as for what you actually let your kids watch and everything, it's so individual. It's it's yeah. hard, especially with me not having kids. I don't want to, like, offend anyone or, you know. But um, I believe in you, <laughs> and you can do it. There you go. I'm going to shut down now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like, Jordan, what you're really – it sounds like you're saying it's just like if your kid seems to be constantly talking about a stream or someone that they follow all the time, and you're not – aware of it as a parent just just if they're a streamer like we've talked all, all day long they're on basically every social media platform it's not going to be hard to find a little bit about yeah. what this person is and what they 100%. do 100 so I, yeah. I think that's where you're kind of you don't want to tell a parent that's how this should parent <laughs> and i completely agree like we're not here to tell people how to to do things but if they are worried about it i think that's that's the way to to check into it and jay what about you
1: You know, you brought up a good point. I don't remember when it was like a week or two ago about how parents can get involved by just sitting down and having a conversation and jumping in and being like, well, how do you play? I'm terrible, but show me. I think you can do that with this as well, is when you see them, it really is the new TV. Like there's no more centralized TV where the family gathers in the TV trays and our dinner and everything. Um, you know, we get, you've got a TV in the living room, a TV in the parents' bedroom. You've got a TV, you know, in the theater room, you've got this, this, and now everyone's walking around with the TV in their hand. Um, And so it is a little bit more on the parents to be proactive. If they're going to give the kids the programs to be able to watch this, if you're going to allow Twitch to be on the phone or on the iPad or the device or computer, then you need to be invested in what's going on. My son does a lot of youtube because he likes to watch a lot of minecraft walkthroughs because he wants to know how to do the crafting and everything and he watches it and i noticed when i was walking by one day there was a little corner of a guy with a headset on and everything and i went oh cool buddy hey tell me about this and what i have found is the phrase tell me about this will get you infinitely further than who is this or what are you watching, or anything like this. And as a parenting pro tip, I learned this. um, And James, you're going to have to learn this here pretty soon, is your kid's going to come to you with a picture. And at some point, they're going to be doing watercolors or something like that, and you're going to have no damn idea what that picture is supposed to be of. How you get around that is by asking, oh, that is amazing. Oh, my God, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. And that's how you get them to talk to it until you get enough context clues to be able to figure out. And I learned the same way with my son is if I want him to get really excited and spill the beans about what this guy's talking about or what they're doing or anything like that is, hey, buddy, man, that looks really cool. That's Minecraft, right? Yeah. Cool. Tell me about it. And he'll go on and on and on and on. And it's a way for me to not only connect, but also be able to figure out what we're doing, what he's doing, and then um, be able to look at the channel description and everything else and just kind of, you know, like you said, Jordan, you are 100% correct. Every kid is individual. Every kid inside of the family is an individual, the youngest, the oldest, uh, you know, the boys, the girls, um, and everything on that scale going back and forth. They are all individuals and you have to treat them like individuals because my son, very mature in some areas, very un- immature in some, my daughter, uh, you know, a few years younger, very uh, mature in some areas, very immature in some, and I just have to treat them as individuals.
0: Love that. Yeah, but I've, got but in, the, I've got a lot of people in the I've got a lot of people in the chat. Uh, Jay, Killa Carla, all saying the same thing. Uh, Tell me about this. is an open ended question. It encourages a more in depth response rather than a closed question, which usually only gives you a one word response. Killa says she does the exact same thing with her son. So. Uh, and again, a lot of these people, I I have gotten to know some of them over the last month and a half or so through the stream. And and they're very open and stuff. And, you know, one of the points of this podcast is just to kind of reach out to a lot of the, you know, parents or people that are interested in this or have someone in their lives. It could be someone they're dating, a husband, a wife, or uh, a kid that is interested in this, but they aren't necessarily interested in this. So that's You know, the the big reach that we have on this podcast is just to try to give some helpful tips and and tricks and help them understand from a more novice side of things. Now, I know something we're going to do very soon. I do want to I do want to put this out there as we leave this topic, something that we're going to talk about within the next couple of weeks is how to start being a streamer. And this could go from a younger person to an older person. I know, at least me personally, I recently started. Jordan is super excited about this, so she's going to be leading a lot of this, a lot of this discussion for sure. But just kind of how to start being a streamer. A lot of people just say, "Oh, you, you know, you go get a, a computer. You know, you get your PC or you get your PlayStation. PlayStation makes it easy. You can just stream right there." But we want to talk about people that actually try to want to make something out of it, right, Jordan? Not necessarily someone like how do you turn twitch on and stream your game? Anyone can do that. We can teach you very basic tutorials. But I think I think this is a great topic because a lot of people obviously there are tons of YouTube videos, but it's it's very matter of a fact. It's not kind of an open-ended discussion and they just give, here's my tip of the day and their professional videos and some of that stuff they go so quickly or they go over the top. It can be intimidating for a new person or You know, especially something like using OBS or Streamlabs. These things have updates all the time they change. You could look at something old. Your system might not run what you're trying to do. So I think this is going to be a great topic for the future. But before we leave, I want to kind of go around the room and talk about what you guys plan on doing this week. What's been going on that you're excited about. And we'll start with uh, Jay.
1: Man. I know everyone kind of poo-poos on COD every once in a while, but that new map is pretty amazing in Warzone. It's fun. Um, How'd you like you know, that event? Was,
0: the live event for oh, the it a, Oh, it was a blast.
1: It was so much fun. Um, I was very concerned, as I'm sure most people are, that anytime you mess with something awesome, um, you, know, you get really concerned all of a sudden, and instantly it goes from, oh my God, I'm looking forward to this, too. Oh my God, I hope they don't screw it up. And that's yeah. really kind of the feeling that I had when they were like, Hey, we're doing this and we're going to have this amazing event. We're going to, you know, e- everything's changing. And I went, Oh, don't, don't hurt it. Don't break it. Like you already have enough issues with broken guns as it is um, every once in a while. Um, please don't screw up the entire map. Cause then I have nothing else to play at night. So it's, <laughs> uh, you know, a, a bit of a challenge. So I'm really glad that they did a great job with that. And then I, um not to try to one up you but i will actually be in turks and caicos starting on monday uh Ooh. for uh 3 4 days so
0: well horrible horrible life you have yeah
1: yeah no it's it's
0: tough
2: how can i get on these trips <laughs> <laughs>
0: we got to get you out there yeah, I I just, get you in and, and your, your man out there soon oh
1: yeah, yeah. we got to get you to, we got see and once again it you, you know just kind of tie it all back together if you were a travel influencer, you'd be doing that all the time.
2: I could do that. Yeah. That could be my brand.
1: If you only knew Branding people Switch. in the industry, you know. <laughs> if yeah, only, if, you know? If you knew if you knew a guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to I wonder if there's An a travel advisor
0: delivery. that could book a company retreat for the parents versus gaming podcast team.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Call of Duty until I uh, have to go work for long hours and everything, and then I'll be back. And
0: I think you do yep, have to applaud. Yep. They do get a lot of hate. Activision gets tons of hate, and and it's up and down with the game. But I think they put on an amazing event, and the fact that they put that much effort and thought into it, I think it, it definitely is exciting, even for the future. So you got to applaud them when they do
1: something good. And I just remembered this, James. Do you? What, it was you that sent me that great Call of Duty. Uh, commercial, right? Or the ad with all of the influencers and the sports? It wasn't me, and, but
0: it was on our. It was on our. Uh, it, it was in it was our on, group chat. In our right? group chat, yeah. It may have been Crash.
1: The power of influencers is starting to seep into traditional uh marketing because I didn't recognize half those people. I only recognized, you know, so, you know, like, but you. There was enough in there that it just kind of touched on on everyone and. Um, that's probably one of the smoothest commercials I've seen in the entertainment gaming world in a year and a half, two years, probably. Yeah, and they, they've done it, they've it done it quite a bit, like
0: Crash even said, they've done it for like the last five years. Yeah, a lot of them are starting to do it, but I, but I, I, they've, 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 they've reached another level of, right. like, people recognize... You know, it's all summer again. The new Call of Duty is getting ready to come out. NBA Finals, uh, for years, right. that was NBA Finals, is where the, the new Call of Duty. So even people that didn't game knew that there was a new Call of Duty. And it, I think what it, Crash might be right about four or five years ago, they transitioned from a lot of, you know, movie stars and stuff to um, influencers or, or professional sense. gamers Makes and stuff, which is because they're, I think they understand appealing to that audience sometimes is a little bit more effective than just trying to appeal to the average Joe. For sure. So Jordan, where can people find you this week? I know Jay doesn't do any streaming, so I don't. We, we have no reason to promote him. He's still on a PlayStation Four that sounds like it's going to explode. But Jordan, where <laughs> can people find you, and what's your plan?
2: So you can find me on TikTok and uh, Twitch. I post almost every day on TikTok, and then Twitch. It's mostly Sundays and just days kind of sprinkled in. Um. So yeah, I'm just still trying to figure that out. Um. But yeah, it's Alexis Jordan ninety eight. Um, I'm super excited for season nine of Apex. I don't know if you guys know anything about it, but Valkyrie, I'm so excited to have her like as an addition. Um, yeah, and I'm excited to, uh, I know we're skipping this week, technically, James, but I'm excited about the new, uh, scary game that we started playing. That was a lot of fun. So we'll
0: be back in a week and a half, I think, on that.
2: Yes. So I'm, I'm just excited, but yeah, you can definitely join me on Sunday evening. I will be here. And well, not here, but you—you you know what I mean. Anyways, um, back to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you guys, my name is James again. You guys can find me at I am the Gaming Dad. Whether it's on Twitch, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I stream from eight o'clock on Central Time. Uh, we do the podcast every Thursday at nine o'clock Central Time at <laughs> I am Twitch TV. I am the Gaming Dad. Plus, you can find it on YouTube, and you can subscribe and listen to it on any of the podcast podcast platforms around podcast. the globe, as they say. Podcast, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm super excited. This week, like I said, um, I'm actually going to be leaving Tuesday for St. Lucia, pending the volcano. So I'm going to do next week's podcast from St. Lucia in the evening, which would be pretty cool. Hopefully the internet works. If not, you and Jay are going to do it while I quietly, p- politely push myself out to the side. Uh, as far as gaming, you can find me on the Xbox. And recently, within the last couple of months, I've gotten a PC. It's been pretty awesome. I still play with a controller, but on PC. And man, oh man, the advantages that I've been missing out in Call of Duty. Listen, when you're 40 and slow, you've, you've got to take advantage of everything that you, you can. And it definitely helps. Uh, I love being on my PC. Uh, I love where I got it. So it's super exciting. I'd like to learn more about it. You know, I'll Which is why James
1: uses a glass of Metamucil before every single gaming session. <sighs> To make sure he gets all the advantages and makes himself feel as great as possible.
2: Sponsored by AARP. Sponsored by AARP. listen here.
1: Listen here. Uh,
0: What preschool do we find Jordan out of again?
2: Oh, wow. Big sad.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, oh. once again, this was Parents versus Gaming, episode seven. I hope you guys had a good time. Please don't forget to follow us on all the podcast or plodcast, as we're like to trying to to change God a new Christ. word here. We will use Crash says use coupon code I am the gaming dad for fifteen percent off ARP. <laughs> <laughs> it's this this joke is going to be never ending for this week of, of cod playing. I can feel it right now. But thank you so much, everyone, for for stopping by again. I'm, we're super excited to have all of you guys here. Uh, The community, you guys have been amazing. I know some of you followed during this and you've subscribed and some people sent out some some gift subscriptions. That's super amazing. The more that that happens, the more we're going to be able to support this channel and grow and grow and grow. I know uh, even Jordan and I have talked about doing other things as well. We're going to grow the YouTube channel soon. A lot of exciting things on the way. So we hope that you guys will follow us all the way. And for those of you that, that stream, that stop by, please Feel free to drop me or Jordan a message. We would love to come by and check out your stream as well. If anyone's new that's For popped real. in and you're afraid to talk, I know that Crash uh, talks a lot, whether he's making fun of me, but and he does make a lot of good points. Please don't be afraid to, to join the Twitch on Thursday nights and give us some feedback and, and pop in. The community that we have so far is amazing and, and they'll all go, you know, kind of check you guys out and, and uh, see what you guys are about. So, once again, thank you so much, guys. I hope everyone has a great night and a Grace, great rest of Grace. the week. Grace. Great rest of the week. Have a good night, everyone. Bye.